I do want to talk to you today just about from glory to glory because I believe the Lord is bringing us and he's elevating us and um, God's moving us from glory to glory. How many want to move to the next place? And, and I feel like um, we, that's, that's where we begin to get blurry on how things, how we move from place to place. And I'm not going to give you a concrete solution today, but I'll give you key, uh, hopefully a key that'll get us from one place to the next. Because we're here, we're corporately, we're believing for the next thing, for the, for the greater, and, and not necessarily bigger, but the greater. God can come, and, and you know what, anything that God does is big, it's huge. And, and how many want to be really uh, comfortable in what God has for you? I mean, to the point where, I, I was thinking today, actually... I bought that jacket a month or so ago. It's a leather coat. I bought it online. Scary. How many know scary, scary things you buy on, online? You don't know what you're going to get, right? A leather coat at that. I'm like, uh. So I buy this coat. I'm just going to use this as an illustration because I have other coats that I've bought that I went in the store, tried them on, said, yeah, this fits all right. This thing came in the mail. It was like it was tailored for me. It's the weirdest thing. No, honestly, it's the funniest thing. Because I'm telling you, God has a tailor-made anointing that's fresh for each of us. And there's something about this coat that I'd just rather be in that coat than any other coat because of the way it, fit me. it fits me. It, like, hugs me. No, it's really, like, it's weird. It's, like, so fit to me that I'm like, why do I want to wear any other coat? Every coat that I have should be fitting like that. And so God wants us to fit in an anointing. God has a specific thing that he has for you, and he wants you to not only grow into it, but there's a, a growth inside of you that's saying, God, I desire that. It's the same thing like with my Bibles. Like when I get a Bible and I get used to it, it like fits in my hand, right? You know, it's got that, this one came like that. I spent a lot of money on that Bible. But it came like that. Like it flops open to the right. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't fight me. How many have Bibles that fight them? I hate that. This thing don't fight you. I don't care if it's Genesis, Revelation. Look, it's crazy, right? So the Spirit of God wants you to be in a place where it's easy access for you and things are not so strained and you're trying to push in. And listen, listen. So I'm telling you, God has wanted to show us something. Acts chapter 17 says this, uh, verse 26, and I'm going to read a few verses and then I'm going to just talk to you for a minute because I do believe that God wants to pull you into the next season. How many want to be there? How many know it's most of the time when things are delayed, it's because of me. Oh, I know. I got all stared looks at me. It's because of something that I'm not connecting to with the Lord. And I know God pulls us in and out of seasons, and there's certain seasons that are, that are made for us, and, and he gives us certain parameters in different times. But I believe this, that God is trying to pull us into the next season, right, right now, right now. Like, I want to see heaven, like, my inheritance shouldn't be 30 years down the road anymore. Like, what God has called you to should be right at the doorstep and you're going in. It's the coat that you wear. <laughs> it's the coat of many colors that God has made for you. 
And I promise you that the Holy Spirit has something for you today that's going to break you into a new place. It's going to open a door so that you can step in. And I'm telling you, every time you come before the Lord, every time I get in my prayer place, God is trying to open something for me to see and open for something for me to step into and grasp so that I have a new thing from him. Every day he wants to give you something new. I know his mercies are new every morning. That's what the Bible says. His words are new every day. If we come to him with this place of expectation and anticipation, God, what are you doing? And I know at the end of the day, it's going to look amazing. If I just cooperate with what you're doing. So Acts 17 verse 26 says, And he made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times. Everyone say pre-appointed times. And, and their boundaries, their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord in hope that they might grope for him and find him. For though he is not far off from each one of us, I love that, we think he's somewhere down the road and he's right next to you. He's right with you. He'll never leave us or forsake us, right? And then it says, for in him, and I want to just focus on this, in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. And then it says this, as also some of our own poets have said, for we are his offspring. Here's the deal. You should be very comfortable as sons and daughters with your father, right? And in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. When the kids were small, they would just easily just be around us, and they were just comfortable. How many know kids are comfortable in all kinds of different situations? Like awkward adult situations, kids just blow it up. They don't care. I think of Isaiah. He just doesn't. He's okay, you know. But I, our kids... When they were young, they were completely comfortable in whatever situation as long as we were with them. Like sometimes they get uneasy. A couple of, you know, you could, you could give one of them away and he, he just didn't care. But, you know, she wanted to be with us. You know, she, but the, the, the reality is God's wanting to bring us into this place where we're completely comfortable with who we are. In him we live. We abide, we stay in that place, and we move. God wants to move us from glory to glory. He wants us to move us. He wants to move us from this place to the next place. And I'm telling you, we delay our movement. And God is trying to break delay on movement in this place, in every family that's sitting here right now. Every, every, every family, every person, if you came here visiting, if you came here tonight, it, it's a divine appointment for God to move you to the next place. And I believe it's not necessarily a geographical thing, but by the Spirit, God wants to give you a new place to step into. Some of you, it is, by, it is places where you live. Some of you, it is God's trying to move you from one place to another, and there's resistance. Trying not to look at places. Right? I'm trying. I'll just look this way. Right? But the Spirit of God is wanting to move us where we belong. How many know where they belong? You belong right where he said, we have pre-appointed times and we have boundaries. And God is trying to move us into our boundaries. 
God is trying to move us into a land that we've been given that moves us into the next place in the glory. And some of us, the Holy Spirit's trying to get us in a mindset that no matter what happens, I'm going into this place. It's already before me. It's not far away. It's just a couple steps in. And most of it is by faith. Ready? For the kingdom of God is not what? Talk, but it's power. And we can talk a lot. And I know this is kind of out of context with what it's saying. But the reality is, I just got this. I felt like the Lord spoke this to me this morning. We talk a lot about where God wants to bring us, but power can bring you there. That means there's a fresh anointing for you to step into in this season where God is blowing up the things that we talk about. And let, let, let me just say this. We talk about the excuses why we won't move. We talk about the excuses where, why we can't do what God's called us to do even where we're, even where we're at. Ready? God is trying to get us to a point where the glory that's on us now is increased into the next place. And he's, he's trying to move us out of our safety barriers because here's, and we, and we talk about this a lot, but I, can't, I have to always review it because our minds are not renewed, so we have to calculate everything that's bringing us to the next place. When if I calculate it, it's never faith. I'll say it over here. If I calculate it, it's never faith. If I already have it in line, and if I already have my ducks in a row, and I have everything, it's a safety net. I've got a safety net. I've got a plan. And sometimes God's saying, step out and step in. And he's looking for just a, this was the, I'm telling you, we're, we're going to practice this. We are practicing this right now. Because God is saying right now to me, to our family, to this family, are you going to stay in a place of safety or are you going to step into the place of faith? And so in that, in that, I have to step out of what? This is what the word of the Lord was from Joshua for us, right at me. Bang. And then I got, yeah. But the word of the Lord was, you need to begin to step in. And God will open. If I don't make a step out, how does God open anything? Listen, God is trying to bring increase in, in all kinds of different ways to your life. Spiritually, physically, financially. Ready? It starts with a step. Right? If I don't begin to do exercise and do the things that I need to do to get my health back, nothing happens. If I don't begin to step into certain things that I have financially that God is giving me or putting open doors for me, it doesn't happen. I'm trying to figure out, righty? Personally, I go back and forth. Oh, I, I'll just keep the truck because then I can always work. Exactly, Joe from the back. No, no, an echo, right? The reality is God's wanting to, yeah, okay, that sounds good. That sounds like, you know, that's sound counsel. I said to him on, when we gave, I said, God, you're going to show me supernatural provision just in this gift. And he did. I don't care if it's in the, it, it's in the ministry account. Good. We're going to need provision for the vision. So I just, and, and it's not just, you know, and, and it's crazy. So even, let's just go, I'll go to, I'll go to provision again. 
And let me just tell you that there's been people that have given to the vision that I didn't expect would give to the vision. Not that I didn't expect it, but it's a source that I'm like, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. I'm just being honest. Ready? We expect it to come one way, and it comes a completely different way. And God is not denying you of anything. He's just calling us to step into a place and into a realm of faith that boosts us past this, this realm of glory. What is the glory? What's the glory? The glory is God. And God is glory. <laughs> Moses said, show me your glory. He said, show me who you are. So let's just get that clear. The glory is not some mystical place. It's God. So I want to step in to the Lord, and I want to step into his provision. And really, the kingdom of God is not just talk, but it's power. That means when I, I just begin to step, and I begin to walk, and I begin to go into what he's saying in this hour, everything phew, begins to open and move, and people begin, I'm telling you, listen, listen to this. This is crazy stuff, right? I I pray, my mother, my, my sister calls me and says, do you know mom's sick? And I knew she was, my mother down in Florida, she was, she's been struggling uh, physically and just crazy stuff like migraine headaches and stuff like in her eye and above her eye and then down her face and then her nose, she couldn't touch her nose because there was so much pain and all this weird stuff and the, the doctors, excuse me, but they all don't know what they're doing. They, that's why they call it practicing medicine practice. Jesus is the physician. He's the healer. And so I, I'm thinking she had COVID or something happened, even though she got the shot, but no one that has got the shot has been immune from COVID. So why get the shot? Stop. Anyway, um, so I go on and I'm talking with her and I'm concerned because, you know, she's not feeling great and she's got no energy and and she's asking, you know, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well, just they're saying allergies, they're saying different things, and I said, it's not allergies, and it's not arthritis in your forehead. I mean, please, okay? It's not arthritis, because that's what they said, it was arthritis. Arthritis in your nose? I feel like Aaron Evans on that. It's like, no. So I'm, I said, okay, we're just going to not talk about it anymore, Mom. I'm just going to pray. And my mother's like, almost there. She's not there. Do you understand where I'm at? She's like new age influence and not there quite yet. So we're just believing, right? But here's what happened. I just declared, and I didn't pray. I commanded sickness. I commanded headaches. I commanded all that stuff. And I get a text at 9 a.m. She goes, this is the first morning I woke up with nothing on me. <laughs> See, God wants to just do that. His word, it's not just talk, it's power. Because when you talk, there should be power. There's talk. When I speak, I should be able to enter into what I'm speaking into. And someone else should be entering into what I'm speaking about. And so if you're here today, God wants you to step in to what I'm speaking about. And I, I promise you that. That's a word for us today. At this hour, at this time, that God wants us to step into the fullness of it. So the quicker, I feel like it's this. The quicker you step into the glory, the faster you accelerate. Right? If I step into God, if I step into the glory of God's presence and his power, I begin to move fast because I'm with him. Oh, and when you're in God time, 
Oh, my goodness. That's like I was talking about last week. We were in God time, right? We've, been in, we've had meetings like that before without other people here. you just like, how did God do all that in that amount of time? I'm just, I can't even grasp it. And so here's the thing. God is wanting us to step into that glory to accelerate forward. But here's the thing. The, it's this. Ready? There's a key. It's the glory of the Father that raised Jesus from the dead. So what do I need in my life that's going to raise me into new places? Oh, death. Wrong answer. Death. You need to die. I'm telling you. It hit me in the forehead this afternoon. I'm like, God, I just need to die. Oh, my goodness. If I go in the glory and I go a little deeper, come on. God's going to embarrass you. He's going to have you do things that you don't want to do, but he wants to do them anyway. Are you understanding me? The Holy Spirit wants us in this place where we're completely inebriated and anesthetized by the glory of God so that we're dead. And he's not about raising the old stuff back to life. He's wanting us to live as dead men walking. And so, and I feel like it's just like the Lord's like, the sooner you learn that you're dead in me, that you died in me, the sooner that you can grab hold of this, everyone in this building, the sooner that you understand that it's the death of Christ and the glory that came from the Father that raised him up and brought him out, and he walked through walls in that place. Come on. His flesh... And God is wanting to bring the entire church into this place where we're moving in the glory of the Father. So it's complete surrender. Ready? Complete surrender. And the sooner I enter into that place of death, I can enter into places of faith and glory. Psalms 84, go there with me. I'm going to bounce around a little, but I'll try and keep you with me. Anyone, everyone's got it, say word. Okay. Psalms 84, verses 1 and 2. I'm just going to start. I'm reading out of the Amplified. I know. I took a quick left on you with my translation here. But it says, how lovely are your dwelling places. O Lord of hosts, my soul, my life, my inner, my inner self longs and greatly desires the courts of the Lord. How many are there? How many want to be in that place where just all I desire is the courts of the Lord? All I do when I go to work, I'm in the courts of the Lord. All that happens as I, as I go and I, I do the things that I do daily, I'm in the courts of the Lord. I'm not in, in, in earthly places. I'm in heavenly places seated with him in Christ, in the courts of heaven, walking with him. And, and, and it says, my heart and my flesh, they sing for joy to the living God. So joy must be upon us. And then verse 4 says this, blessed is, and greatly favored are those who dwell in your house and in your presence. And they will, they will be singing your praises all day long. Blessed and greatly favored is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart, in whose heart 
are the highways to Zion. Oh, come on. God's wanting to bring us in a fast-paced place to the place where Jesus lives and dwells, and that's Zion. It's not a geographical place, but it's a place of heavenly places where we move in the kingdom realm, right? Zion is kingdom. Passing through the valley of Baca, which is weeping. Remember, weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So God is wanting to move us from glory to glory. He's trying to move us out of the place of struggle and weeping and, and in places where we're, we're fighting our way. God has not, a pla- he has not uh, distinguished a place of struggle for you, but he's called you to be on the other side of that. And I'm not saying that you don't go through seasons. God will bring you through seasons. And God will bring people around you that will bring you into those seasons and will cause people to pray for you. Someone say pray for your neighbor. If we don't have one another to pray for one another, I'm telling you we've lost it all. You need someone in your life that's going, and you need community in your life that's going to walk with you, pray with you, and move you from the next place to the next place. You need people speaking destiny over you to walk you and to point you into your destiny again. Some of you, your destiny's been clear, but it got foggy someplace. And so intercession and people that are there to come on, push you along. I'm going to push you into the place. Amen? Intercession is a place where we push until something happens. Come on. We pray until something happens. We pray and see things and miracles begin to manifest. Amen? And so God wants to do that for us. He wants to bring us, passing us, passing, everyone say passing through. The place of weeping is a place that's passing through. You're just moving through there and you're going to the next place. And the next place is what? Springs, early rain, and it's covered with blessing. It's covered with the joy. It's covered with the goodness of God. And so no matter where you're at today, God's trying to pull you into that place where the springs are, where the water is, where the oil is, where the honey is, where the milk is. Come on. He's trying to bring you into that place where we live in the joy of the Lord. And I'm telling you, it's just a season. It's just a season. You can stay in that season if you rehearse it. If we rehearse curses, we we stay in the season. How many want to rehearse curses? How many want to rehearse all the things that are wrong and out of whack? No, come on. You want to step into the fullness of what he's doing in this hour, and he wants to move you out of the place of comfort, which is where you're weeping. Come on, because you're saying, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. No, don't make me go. And the Lord is saying, go. And don't say, no, he doesn't kick me off the cliff. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Because when you say, God, all I want is you. You better just be careful what you're praying. All I want is you. Oh, there's a lot on God that he wants to give you. But if I just sit in this place and say, God, all I want is you, but then I wrestle and fight him on the way down the cliff. Come on. He's like stepping on your fingers while you're trying to climb. I know. Y'all like, man, he's got a sick thought of God. No, no, I know how the Lord wants to deal with me, and he wants me to step out and over. 
and he wants me to be comfortable, as comfortable as I am in my jacket, as to what the Lord is putting on my life so that I can walk in it. And you too, right? He wants you to be so comfortable in what he's doing in you that doesn't matter the pain you're going through, the next season's going to be glorious. Oh. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, early rain also covered it with, with blessing. And they go from strength to strength, increasing in victorious power. Each of them appears before God in Zion. Let me just stop there for a minute because when, the, 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 um, when Korah is writing these things, it's a psalm that the Lord wants to just open up a truth for us because when they say go, go before God in Zion, it's talking about how in Deuteronomy it spoke of going before the Lord three times a year. And you're saying, that's not enough, because <laughs> that's what I said. That's not enough. But three is the number of completion, and it's the fullness. Ready? And God wants us to understand these three things that he wants to open up for us. One is Passover. Two is Pentecost. And three is Tabernacles. These are the three things that they're talking. Men go before the Lord every, in three times a year. And this is Old Testament, but now in the New Testament, we come before him in all those things because our praise is complete. And our worship is complete because of what Jesus Christ has done. So we go before him in Passover, remembering that he's taking us from, from darkness to light. Remembering that the Spirit of God rescued me out of darkness. And whatever I'm going through now is not as bad as what I went through then. Oh, come on, somebody should shout. Because I know me. If I go back to that place where I was living, it was dark, it was ugly, and it was scary. And God wanted to pull us out and rescue us to bring us to that place where we rejoice in Passover, recognizing the cross and Jesus Christ and the work of the cross and the blood of Jesus Christ that breaks us into a whole new place. Because of his blood, you are here. Because of his life, you are here. And then it goes to Pentecost. Right? Pentecost is that place where the Holy Spirit, we receive the Holy Spirit, but it's a remembrance of the law. It's a remembrance of the place of God speaking. Are you with me? Are you tracking? Because Pentecost is so important to us, but there's a greater place. We want the Holy Spirit. We want fire. We want the glory of God to come. But tabernacles is the place of abiding glory. It's where we live in the resurrection. It's where tabernacles, there is, there is just rest. Tabernacles is rest at the beginning and rest at the end. We rejoice in the harvest of what God's going to do. And God is trying to pull the entire church into this realm where we understand that his hand is moving us from glory to glory. There's nothing that you have to do but cooperate. Oh, and that means you have to do something. I just have to cooperate with what God's doing in this hour. And you cannot be hiding in fear. You can't be backing off. I know that through this whole pandemic, people started backing up and backing off. okay I'm not you do what you're called to do but or you do what you feel you're supposed to do I don't think it's what you're called to do 
I believe that the Lord is calling us out of darkness into the light. I believe he's calling in, in the midst of dark places. He's pulling us into his glory and his presence to abide in a place where nothing, nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm in the secret place of the, the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I abide in this place where the, nothing can harm me. Oh, even death can't harm me. Well, let's get our perspectives right. Even if everything goes opposite way you thought, it'll be all right. It will. It's going to be. Right? So he appears, each of them appears before God. And God is saying, you're coming into this place of completion, remembering all that I've done in Passover, in Pentecost, and in Tabernacles, because this is what I'm doing in this hour. I'm bringing you full circle so that you can stand in my presence. Each of you appears before God. Verse 8 says, Lord of, O oh, oh Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Listen, O oh God of Jacob, see our shield and our God. And look at the face of your anointed, the king, as your representative. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather stand as a doorkeeper at the threshold of, of, of the house of my God than to live at ease in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is, is a sun and a shield. Now that's the radiance and the glory and the protection of God. It's the glory and the radiance of God over your life. This is where you're living now. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, I'm living in the radiance of God. You are living in the radiance of God because there, if there's any place where you drift into sleepiness, into, into a, a place of lethargy, God is saying, wake up to this reality that you're in my radiance, you're in my glory, you're in my presence, right? Because here's the deal. The Lord bestows grace and favor and honor and no, everyone say, no good thing. Will he withhold from those who walk uprightly? Oh, my goodness. Someone should stomp and shout on that. Because there's a reality of the goodness of God. We must live in this reality that God is not trying to harm your, your path. As a matter of fact, the fact is that you're, because you're not stepping out, you're not in the goodness. Oh, you're not stepping into the fullness. Because you're not stepping in and moving into a closer proximity of where the Lord is. Because sometimes the Lord's a little ahead of you. I won't say most of us, we, you know, some people just try and jump quick ahead of them. Some people do. But I think most of us lag behind a couple steps. Because we don't trust what the Lord is doing. We don't trust the process. And God is trying to bring us into this place where we have this complete we're abandoned to his plan. And do you want to be abandoned to his plan? Because if everything's calculated in where you're about to go, I'm telling you, if it's causing you not to move, if it's causing you not to change, well, the conditions don't look right. Whoever said anything about the conditions? God said, step out into the storm. Stick the rod into the ocean, and I'm going to split 
the sea. If you look throughout Scripture, every time, it's like risk. You want to go through? We want, we want to cross the Red Sea, but we don't want to get to there. And we're here in chariots, and we go, I'm just going to camp here and let them overrun me. No, he wants us to step. Put the staff in. Joshua, the same thing, right? Every place in Scripture. Lord, bid me to come. No, I'm not getting out of the boat. You told me to get out of the boat, but I'm not getting out. All right, we, I, won't kill, I won't beat that anymore. That's a drum. Ready? It goes back to, and just looking back, it's better to be a, it says one day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. And the thing is, it said, I would rather stand as a doorkeeper at the threshold of the house of my God. And I just want you to be on this place where you're at the precipice, like God has got you. Imagine you're coming through the door. I wish I had a door for the illustration, but that's okay. The reality is if we're coming out the step, right, and stepping in to what God has, you have to cross over, right? Everything in the Bible is about crossing in and crossing over, and the, and the church wants to sit in this place of, you know, God's going to just bring it. No, he's not. I mean, some things he brings, but he's looking for people that will take a risk and step into what he's calling you in this hour, and God's divine anointing. Listen, he's given an anointing right now for this. I promise you there's an anointing in this place for this more than any other season that we've been in. That God wants to take us from glory to glory. He wants us to take us from one dimension of who he is into this higher dimension of who he is. And then he wants to take us from that dimension into an even higher dimension. And I believe that, listen, all this stuff, all the stuff that's happening globally in America, it's just to try. You know, the, the enemy has used it, but God... God's used it to, to test the church. Like, what are you going to do? How is your response? What are you going to do in this hour? Are you going to stay back? Are you going to stay reclusive? Are you going to stay in a place of safety? Or are you going to step into what I have for a miracle for you? Because I believe that the Lord is about to dispense miracles in ways that we've not seen before. I'm believing that even just, a, just my voice over my, over my mother, and I'm believing that tomorrow she has greater energy because I texted her back because 9 a.m. I got a good, good report, and I said, how's your energy? She goes, uh. I said, okay, tomorrow, in the name of Jesus, bam. How many believe God can heal by a text? I mean, what are we believing for? Let's go with the modern life, right? That the Holy Spirit is just going to, through social media, whatever it looks like, that God can do whatever he wants to do. And he's not... If I put my mind and say, oh, don't do that that way, God doesn't work that way. Of course he does. He works any way he wants. Yeah. The, Lord is your, the Lord God is a sun and a shield, and the Lord bestows grace and favor and honor. How many want to walk in grace, favor, and honor? Yeah, just get in the glory. Get in his presence. Get in a place where you're, where you're with a with a flow of, of his presence and his oil is moving in your life. And, and it can't be in that place of retracting and waiting. 
for something to happen magically or miraculously ahead of you. Because usually he's saying, you've got something, I've given it, you have the, you have the, it's in your court. And I'm looking for you to step in and will you believe me? I know it doesn't look like you thought it was going to look. Because some of us work in a calculated way. I'm just going to go back to that again. You cannot work in a calculated way and allow God to release faith on your life in such a, in such a radical way. I mean, what are, we looking, what are we looking for, the halfway? or the, I'm looking for radical. I'm looking for radical shifts in people around me, and I'm believing that God is raising up people in this room that are going to walk in a place where safety doesn't matter, not irresponsibly, but safety does not matter. Safety just keeps you, come on, pacified. I'm telling you, God is moving us out of the pacification. Don't be pacified by the things that are holding you and the things that don't make sense to you. Mm. The Lord bestows grace, favor, and honor. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, how blessed and greatly favored is a man who trusts in you, believing in you, relying on you, and committing himself to you with confident hope and expectation. And I'm believing that the Lord is going to do this in this hour, that as we continue to wait upon the Lord and ask him, God, I'm telling you, because it has to be, I'm feeling like in my life right now, I don't have 21 days. God's looking for a rapid response unit. Rapid response unit. That means, what does that mean? That means I have to haste. I'm just telling you, in my life, I feel like God is saying, you need to hear me so clearly in this hour that when I speak, you move. And I'm telling you, he's not just saying that. He may be saying that to me, but I'm telling you, it permeates this way and this way. It permeates to the people around me. God is saying, no, 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 no. Don't wait. Don't, don't hesitate. Don't. No more hesitation. No more hesitation. I'm moving you beyond that. So then it's then just 2 Corinthians 3, 16, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll land the plane. When you're there, say word. <laughs> One word. 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. Word. Okay. And I love this scripture, and I'm going to read it from a different version because it just was a little different, but I'm reading it from the NIV. I never use the NIV. I have to say, I have not I have a, yeah, I'm almost, anyway. I have my, I have my concerns <clears throat> with certain passages, but not this one. It says, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. Freedom. Another word is liberty. And we all, who with what? Unveiled faces. Unveiled faces contemplate. I like behold. I like behold. I go back to the New King, to the New King James on that. I like behold. Contemplate the Lord's glory. 
So I don't want to just think about, I want to behold it. I want to look at it. I want, to, I want to embrace it. I want to just grab everything that the Lord is doing, and I want to watch what he's doing. And when I see what he's doing as we sang today, I'm going to step into what he's doing. If I see and hear as a son, uh, John 5, 19 and 20, as I see and hear, I begin to step and move into the things that he does and watch miracles happen. I want to see the, the dead raised. I want to see your lives changed. I want to see transformation throughout every person in this place. And so it says this, that, that with unveiled faces, we contemplate the Lord's glory and being transformed, this is what I liked, into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is spirit. And I'm just telling everyone in this room, the Lord is looking for those that will step into a new realm with him to behold him, to look at him, to be in this divine alignment with him. And he's going to shift And he's going to shift everything that's around you. And, and I go back. The Lord is wanting to move us from glory to glory. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. I'm telling you there's a divine nature that's been set inside of you so that you know the voice of God. You hear the voice of God. You don't need a fleece. You don't need a sign. Oh, we get caught up on a sign. We get caught up on the place where there's a, God, I need some type of sign to move me. I need some type of sign that's going to shift me and move me in a different direction. How about you hear what the Lord's doing? How about you see what the Lord's doing? And you've been placed in this divine engagement with the Lord where there's nothing that gets in the way of your view before the glory of the Lord. There's nothing. I'm telling you, your employment, the place where you live, it's all figured out. The Lord has it. The greater anointing that's going to get, you're going to get smeared with in a moment it's in you it's abiding in you and God brings us into a new place where Holy Spirit begins to speak and he be, we begin to know because the, we, we, he lives inside of us listen you have this abiding you have this treasure you have this glory that lives within you it's called the hope of glory it's called the king of glory he lives inside of you and he speaks to you clear I'm, I declare over you that every place that you think you can't hear him, now you can hear him. I declare that every ear is open up and every eye will see and that every place that we've, we've doubted and we thought we didn't hear the voice of God, I declare a company of prophets in this place, a company of eagles in this place that can hear and see a longer distance than they've ever sought before. And I declare that you'll move. You'll begin to move. And that you'll be uncomfortable, but you'll move anyway. 
And you'll begin to move in places that you've not seen and realms that you've not experienced. And there will be a divine anointing on your life to bring breakthrough, not only to your family, but to your children's children. I'm telling you, it's going to open up things in your life that you've not experienced or witnessed before, but he's about to move you into a new realm in him today, even today. So God, we thank you for the transformation. Stand with me. His divine nature is inside of you. So Holy Spirit, we thank you. Right now, I just want, if God's, if you're sensing God, God's been trying to shift you and move you in a different way, I think you should come forward. Because if, if, the, if there's faith in you to walk in a new realm and a new place, then you should jump right into it. You should just jump into it. And, and I know, I know, I know that I know that God's divine nature is going to open up things in your life. But you can't, you can't deny There's about to be an explosion of the glory of God. And I'm not saying this to hype people up tonight. There's about to be an explosion and an acceleration of his presence that's going to shift the trajectory of your life. And it's going to happen corporately. I'm watching it. I'm believing it. So just lift your hands. Come on, just lift, lift them up. God, we thank you. All that we can see in this moment is nothing compared for what we're about to see in the next season. I just declare and decree right now that miracles will fall on people. That financial miracles, but God, we just believe for it. We're believing for it. Physical miracles will come on people's lives. Lord, we thank you that we're moving into a new season. And we thank you that it's not something that's mystical and far off. We're stepping into it now. And I know we declared it earlier, but we're going to physically step into it now. You're going to just step up in. And the lion on the inside is going to begin to roar and move you into the next realm. Oh, there's no, there's no holding back. No, we're not we're not holding back. We're just going in. And we're moving into the new. And so Father, I thank you for every person in this place. Every responsive heart right now. God, you hear everyone's heart in this place. And Lord, I declare that you will make a way where there is no way seen. We don't see a way, but you're going to make a way seen. And Lord, I declare over every family just the honor, the, the, the overcoming presence. Lord, every person's representing their family in this place. Lord, would you just cover with the glory of God. I thank you that you're taking us from one realm of understanding you, Father, right now to a new realm. And you're taking us higher from here to a new place. Even tomorrow, there'll be a new place. Even to, for, to tomorrow, there's a new place available. And I want us to think that way. It's not just for now. It's not just for this moment. It's for tomorrow's manna. 
It's, it's tomorrow's quail. Oh, come on, somebody. There's provision coming in crazy ways. And so, Father, just release it now. Release, release, release. Lord, we break any power of fear, fear of man, fear of people around us. We break fear right now that keeps us locked up. We break every fear right now that keeps us locked up and we move into new realms of glory. Lord, we thank you that what, for what was experienced last week, but you have a higher place you even want to pull us up to right now in these moments. And so we step in, we step in, we step in. So just begin to pray in the spirit. Just begin to pray. God, I receive. Tell him what you receive. Sit, pray in the spirit. Just cry out. You just, uh, he wants to hear a, vo- a verbal verbal cry from a people. Lord, I receive and Lord, I thank you that there's no limitations. There's no limitations on what you can do even in this moment. Lord, we thank you for transformations even in these moments. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Shana na na 